Bibles tonight, can we turn together to the book of Psalms, chapter number 24. Psalms chapter 24, and we're going to start reading in verse number 3. And uh, we're going to read this very familiar passage here, uh, Psalms 24, verses 3 through 6. And as you're turning there, would you stand with us for the reading of the Word of God tonight? We so appreciate the Word of God and uh, reverence it and love it. And I pray we're living it, amen, in every and every day. The Word of God says don't just be a hearer of this Word, but be a doer of it. Amen. Live it out in every capacity of your life. Amen. Psalms 24, starting in verse number 3. We are given this question, this proposal, if you will. If you're there with me, won't you say amen. The Bible says, Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart. Who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity. Nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord. And righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him. That seek thy face, O Jacob. Here the question is asked. As David the psalmist here reflecting. And really if you will a rhetorical question. Some uh, theologians believe that this question was asked. As David was looking to employ the Levites. That would be bearing the ark. And bringing it into Jerusalem. And the question that was proposed there of who was going to ascend. Who was going to ascend into the hill of the Lord and stand in that holy place. And here a couple of days ago, it's sometimes funny the way that God will stir your heart about something. But I was in an elevator. And as that elevator opened, or before I got on the elevator, the elevator opened. There was a gentleman who went in before me and, and uh, I stepped in there and he looked over and he simply asked this question. He said, are you going up? I said, yes, sir. And uh, so we made the trip up there and we had a little bit of small talk. But it's funny. It's very funny. And maybe God only works on Jacob Smith this way. But Brother Marvin, all that day, all that day, the question, are you going up? Are you going up? And the Lord began to deal with my heart. Who shall ascend? Who's going to go up into that place? Amen. And so tonight, with the help of the Lord, I'm just going to ask the question. Are you going up? Amen. Look at your neighbor and ask him, say, how about you? Are you going up? Amen. Are you going up? Praise the Lord. Can I tell you tonight, it ain't going to be an elevator ride. You ain't going to catch an escalator. Come on here. But there's a journey ahead of us. There's some commitment ahead of us. Amen. There's some decisions and determination ahead of us. 
Let's pray together. Ask the Lord to help us tonight. Father, I thank you once again for your word. I thank you, Lord, for every heart and every life that's represented in this house. And Lord, I do pray tonight that your word would be alive and real, Lord, in every, each and every soul. I pray, God, give us ears to hear and a heart to understand. As always, I ask, anoint my mind and my lips to preach in a way that glorifies you and honors you, Lord. Hide me behind the cross of Calvary. I don't want anyone to say they heard or seen Jacob, but Lord, we want you to be seen. We want you to be heard. And Father, I pray, challenge our hearts tonight. Help us to leave different than the way that we've come. And we thank you for all these things. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can be seated tonight. The question here before us, are you going up? Amen. We find in the word of God that oftentimes uh, that with his people, God has challenged uh, the place and the position of where they were. We come to find that often this might be a change, uh, that uh, a transition. It might be a challenge to them in regard of where they were not just geographically speaking but also of things that were going to impact their character some things that were going to change their life there were things and invitations there were places that people of God have been called to that have been challenged to come up to to come out of to go forward in amen some things to walk through. Oh, we come to find in the Word of God there is much to say in regards to this journey, in this walk with Christ. Amen. We understand tonight, I believe, that for the most part, everybody in here understands that the terrain, that the places, the seasons of life that are symbolic by some of the highs and lows the ins and outs and the ups and downs that come in life, that come in our walk with God is that these things have a way of revealing to us more about Him. It also has a way of challenging us. Amen. In our commitment to God, our dependency upon Him, understanding that there are some places in Him, there are some places he calls us to. Amen. That it is not a group or a crowd necessarily, but he will put his finger on your life personally. And he will ask of you, are you willing to come with me? Are you willing to do what is necessary? Amen. To come up to where I am at. I want you to understand tonight that within the word of God, and we've heard this often and I have said this on various occasions but we must understand tonight that in every place of where we are of course there are things that we are learning. There are things we are growing from. There are things that we are going through and can I even use the term I'm growing through. Amen. There are some situations that are helping me brother Marvin to see God in a whole new light. There are some things, as a matter of fact,
fact, uh, uh, here just before service, speaking with Sister Hemphill, I was checking in, talking with him, and she said, Brother Jacob, uh, through tears on the other end of that phone, uh, she said, you know, it's one thing to talk about uh, how much you trust God. It is one thing to talk about how much you depend on Him. It is one thing to talk about what it is that He's a comfort, that He is an anchor. And she said, it's one thing to say all of that, but it's another thing when you're walking right in the middle of it, when you are in a place as to where you're tested. And there are some places that God says, you've got to walk through this, and you've got to go through these moments and through these times. But I'm thankful tonight for the promise of the fact that no matter in where the places are we're walking through I'm thankful tonight for the fact that no matter where he's calling us up to brother Danny there is a father amen who's willing to go with us as we go up as we make our way as we go through oh the word of God said when we go and pass through the fires it would not consume us when we go through the flood it would not overtake us I want to tell somebody tonight there I believe is a call from heaven there is a question I believe for the church that would say are you going up who's going to ascend who's willing to climb who's willing to get up and go and get into the place where the presence of God is get into the place where his power can be experienced get into the place as to where we know him in a way that we've never known him before hallelujah and that's only going to come as we are willing to step out step into and go into the places amen that he has called us for I want you to understand is that there are some things that tonight this is a very simple thought, but I want you to know that uh, in, in the simplicity, I pray that you understand exactly what God is trying to say in regards to this. I want you to know as, as I was thinking about this and I told you before, I've warned you, you know your pastor, amen, I'm just country, I'm as country as beans and cornbread. And sometimes my thinking is a little bit simplistic. I'm not necessarily the theologian or the scholar that some of you might be. And so you just forgive me for that. Amen. That's just how God made me. I'm trying to do better. Amen. But I'll say this. I thought to myself, uh, I said, self, if you are going to go up, well, where do you go up from? Amen. You see, you can't go up until you've been down. You can't go up until you've been at a place where you are below or where you are at a lower level than where God is calling you up to. I want to say tonight, I want somebody to be reminded of the fact because there are times in talking with different folks that they are looking at their current location. And some would say, well, I'm down at this place. Some would say, I'm stuck at this level. Some 
some would say, well, this is where I am. Oh, understand is that when God has called us, when he saved us, David compared it to the fact, said, he brought me out, amen, of the miry clay, and he set my feet where up on. What does that mean? He lifted me up onto a higher plane, and the Bible said, Brother Tobin, he pulled me out of that mire and set me upon a rock. Amen. Oh, the other day, I guess because this, this had been rolling over my heart, I was, I was singing that old hymn, and I know I was singing most of it wrong because I didn't remember it all, but I just remember the singing parts of it said, I'm traveling on the upward way. Hallelujah. And I began to sing that over and over. And can I say tonight, is that you might be at a place, Brother Chad, there's times we look around and say, man, I just don't know about where I am right now. Here's the good news. Here's the invitation that God gives and says, is there anybody who's willing to come up to where I am? He is letting you know that where you are now, how it looks now, how it feels now, you might say I'm down. You might say I'm down and I'm stuck. I'm down and I'm stranded. I'm down and I'm discouraged. But God says who shall ascend? Who's willing to get up and go up and begin to climb? Friends, I want to tell you there is more in this experience than where we are now. He has called us to a higher plane. Somebody give him praise in this house tonight. Oh, a higher plane that I have found. Lord, plant my feet on higher ground. Some might look around and say, I can't, I can't get no lower than where I am right now. You know, one of the things you have to understand is that when we come to Christ, when we come to Calvary, it is even ground. We all stand the same. All of us lost humanity. We're all there. And what you understand, David is speaking about this. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? They were talking about Zion. The hill of the Lord Jerusalem set upon a hill. And this was a representation of to where that tabernacle, the house of God was going to be built. The place where the ark of the covenant was going to be, the presence of the Lord was going to be. Now here's the thing that I want all of us to remember. God loves us so much, he will come down to where you are. Amen. And part of the lyrics of the song that they were singing today said... Uh, said something in regards uh, uh, in regards that uh, because God wanted us with him that he brought heaven down. Amen. Oh tonight can I tell you is that as a result when it comes to Calvary we find that God came down to where we are. But you've heard me say this many times and sometimes we think well this is just for the sinner. It's just for the one who needs to grow some in Christ. And when we say things like he loves us to meet us where we are but he also he loves us to where he's not going to let us stay where we're at amen brother Eddie he loved you all day long in your addiction but thank God he loved you enough to say you're not staying there amen I've got a higher plane can I tell somebody brother Udy I'm glad it doesn't matter how long you serve
serve him or I serve him. I'm glad tonight to know that it does not matter what our spiritual experience is. There is a higher plane. You don't plateau. You're never going to quote unquote make it. I'm going to tell you there's always going to be another level. There's always going to be another place. Always going to be another experience because about the time you think you figured God out, he'll show up and he'll show out all over again and say, I want you to come on up higher. Oh. But so tonight, if you'd say, Brother Jacob, that sounds wonderful, but I'm down. I would choose to tell you good news. Congratulations, you're a candidate because you can only go up from here. Come on. You can only go up from here. You can only go up from this point. How many of you remember Paul Harvey? Anybody remember Paul Harvey? There's, there's a few. Some of these young, some of the young kids will never know the joy of turning on the radio and hearing the rest of the story. Paul Harvey, America's storyteller. Amen. Paul Harvey was once quoted, he said, You know you're on the road to success because it's uphill all the way. Amen. And can I say tonight, friends, that we come to find that in the Word of God, that there, when there is a calling of up, what we think about sometimes is the place as to where everything is as, as a utopia. There are many who say, well, that is the place where we make it. That is the place where we stake the flag, where we lift our arms in celebration. We have reached the summit. And I agree with what one preacher said. He said, God will help you to climb one mountain to get you in a place where you can view the next that's ahead of you. Amen. The other place that he's taken you to to get a better view of where he is leading you to I want to say tonight is that we find in the word of God those that would answer the call are you going up amen I want you to understand that long before Joseph went up and was promoted in the house of Pharaoh he first was down brother Mansfield in the lowest dungeon he was down in a place where he had been forgotten the Bible said that when Jesus came up out of the Jordan River the Holy ghost in the form of a dove landed upon him he was filled with the Holy Ghost beyond measure and the Bible says brother Pickens from that time the spirit of the Lord led him up into where not a place of utopia not a place where there was harps and angels and everything was zippity doo dah but no led him up into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil Paul said he takes me from glory to glory and he establishes me and lifts me up in heavenly places but that was coming from a man who spent half of his ministry in a prison cell he spent nights shipwrecked he spent nights in storms stoned and beaten all of these things what is it when you're down in pit and prisons when you're in places as to where you don't know there is a God who calls you up but it's going to take some determination and a decision to say that's exactly what I'm going to do to get right to where you're at Lord 
What I'm trying to paint the picture of is that going up to ascend, to climb up, to get into that place where God would have us to get into the place where His power, His presence, His glory is made real. Understand, sometimes it's a wilderness. Sometimes you're coming up from the pit. Sometimes you're coming from a place of heartache and brokenness. Sometimes you're coming from a place of weariness. Sometimes you're coming from a place where you think surely you had fallen and failed for the last time. But the good news is you can only go up when you have been down. When you have been down. Who shall stand in his holy place? The word of God answers and says, He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. What exactly does this mean? I want you to understand that to get to the places, are you going up? For the climb that is ahead of us. For the journey that you're on. From the places that God is calling you out of. I want you to understand something tonight. No matter how much of a macho man you might be. No matter how much of a wonder woman you are capable of. No matter how long you've been saved. No matter how many songs you know out of the hymn book. No matter how many times you've been in revivals and camp meetings and and heard the best of the best preach rub shoulders with the most godliest those things do not matter I will tell you this you cannot do this in yourself you cannot do this on your own if there's one thing that I'm always learning sister Janie is the fact that no matter how much I learn no matter how much I try to acquire no matter how good I try to be I cannot cleanse my hands and I cannot purify my heart and I do not want a spirit of pride that's lifted up in vanity that says I'm my own man and I can do it my own way. Can I tell you I know Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley saying I did it my way but I don't want that the anthem of Jacob Smith. I want you to know that when you're down and you're going up that you and I are dependent. We've got to have Christ we can only make it by the blood we can only make it by the power of God we need a spirit we need his word we must have a prayer life we must be in a place of dependency upon him I can't save myself you can't save yourself and God knows we can't save anybody else some of you wore yourself out trying Some of you have tried to be the Holy Ghost to your husband or your wife. Some of you have tried to be the Spirit of God to deal with your kids or whatever the case might be. And you find yourself frustrated. You find yourself wore out. You find yourself tired out. Can I tell you, we must get back. I know we live in a time there's much around us. We have a lot of amenities. We have a lot of help. We have a lot of comforts. We've come a long way. We've gotten educated. I mean, we, 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 we got folks so smart. I mean, just make your head spin. But in all of our education, we've dumbed down some things of the Word of God. In all of our 
our learning, we have missed the mark on several things. In all of our comfort and all of our creations and all of these things, we have gotten to the point, as the Word of God said, where often we are worshiping the creature rather than the Creator. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter your good name. It doesn't matter how much money you make. I don't care how long you've been a member of the church or six other churches across town or whatever the case might be. You and I, from the pulpit to the back pew, we cannot do this without the Lord. Can I remind you that every day we get up, every time we're making the journey, may it be our prayer to say, Lord, I can't do this in myself. The psalmist said the only one capable to stand in your presence is the one that's been purified, the one whose heart is right, the one whose soul is right. And there's only one, Sister Carmen, that can make the soul of man right. There's only one who's intercessor between God and man, and that is the Son, Christ Jesus. There's only one antidote for our sin. It is the blood. Oh, I know there's programs. I know there's self-help gurus. I know there's a book or a DVD for your struggle. But may God stir the church to get back to say, I need the book, the Word of God. I need the helper, the Holy Ghost. I need the blood of the Lamb washing over my heart and life. If I'm going to make it, if I'm going to make it. You see, the truth of the matter is, we have found ourselves dependent on so many others. Some of us in this building, you tonight are discouraged because you have depended upon someone else. You depended on a preacher at some point. And guess what? You found out they were human. You depended on a church. You depended on an organization. You depended upon, and the list can go on and on and on. There are people who are distraught, discouraged, setting out somewhere because they were dependent upon somebody else. In our pursuits of dependency upon other people, we have complicated all of this. We have extremely complicated this. Can I tell you that it, it, it should not be, it does not have to be this hard. We are a nation that is dependent. We are so dependent. We look at, we look at all these things. We see we got a, we've got a, 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 a prescription, a prescribed medicine, legalized, legalized medicine. People are dependent, can't function, can't have peace of mind, can't control anything unless they got a pill for it. I know it's not popular. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm not at all discrediting. There's some things that you probably need that you might need help with. But here's, here's what the problem is. Is when we get a, to a place as to where we are putting these things as priority over only what God can do. Can I say tonight, we get to a place as to where we are so dependent upon things. And, and so dependent upon what we can get, what we can acquire. People, relationships, whatever the case 
case might be. And when it falls through the cracks, we have people, Brother Eddie, crashing down. We have people, I mean, just all their hopes, all their dreams dashed. But can I tell you tonight, I've come with good news. I've come to tell you about someone who will always be faithful. I come to tell you about someone that every time, Sister Kelly, when you need him, he's always there. Amen. The songwriter said Central's never busy, but he's always on the line. Oh, can I tell you, we're serving one, Brother Eli. The God of Israel neither slumbers nor he sleeps. He's constant. He's faithful. He's eternal. He's Alpha. He's Omega. He's the first. He's the last. He is almighty. He is powerful. He's the Savior, the Redeemer, the Baptizer. I'm telling you, Brother Heath, with confidence, I can declare to the church tonight, you can depend on the Lord. You can. You said, how am I going to ascend? Who is qualified? Who can make it? Only those that are depending upon Him. Because there are things that only God can do. That only God can do. Maybe tonight, the place you're trying to get to, the experience that He's calling you up to, the things that you are navigating right now, that He is bringing you. Sister Shannon just saying it. Sometimes it takes a mountain. Sometimes it takes a troubled sea. Sometimes it takes a desert to get a hold, come on, of this hard head right here. And guess what? You're hard headed too. Guess what? You like to do it yourself too. Guess what? You like to try to figure it out yourself too. Sometimes it takes those things. So right now, some of the places that you are navigating through, Brother Jimmy, for us to get up to where he is, it might seem aggravating, frustrating. It might seem at times demoralizing. How many times have I heard people say, why would God let me go through this? Why would God let me do this? Why would this happen to me? Can I tell you tonight, one of the simplest answers is it is designed to get our attention it is designed I will tell you right now there are some places in life that will bring you to your knees and that's exactly where you gotta be that's exactly where you're gonna find the strength to stand that's exactly the position you've gotta be in to see the glory of God manifested in your life That place, that temple, the presence of God, that was the desired place to get to. I'm starting here. I've been down. I have been dependent. I've got to trust you, Lord, in this walk. Understand when there's lack of, excuse me, lack of dependency. And we have at times developed an arrogancy. It has got some of the best in trouble. The Word of God gives us command to be careful. That we do not, if I'm paraphrasing here, but we do not think that in our own selves we can stand lest we fall. We come to find that following with pride there comes a great fall. We come to find even that Satan himself was marked by his arrogance that he would ascend. Isaiah 14 and 14, this was the words of Lucifer. He said, I will ascend above the heights of the cloud. I will be like the Most High. What is that? 
We know that that was a spirit of rebellion, but there was arrogance to say, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to be. I will be like God. Does that message sound familiar? Do you hear that? Did you know if you listen close enough, if you'll get past all the glitter, if you'll get past all of the things to excite and to entice, that a lot of the gospel message that is being preached in masses, it's about how you can do this and about how... You can do this. And how about you can make this better? Let me tell you something. There's the, here's what the word of God says, Brother Gary. There is none righteous. No, not one. None righteous. Therefore, we depend upon him. I can't do it. Let me just remind you of this. Us as humanity left to ourselves, we make a mess. We make a mess. We've got to have the Lord. We start, we get up, we go up from the place where we have been down. There has to be a dependency upon the Lord. There has to be a determination to see this through. I want you to understand that sometimes walking and navigating up the slopes of the mountains that we are asked to climb, to go through the places that we have to go through. There has to be a determination in order to take one step at a time. I was talking with one of my cousins that was here for the wedding and he was talking about some things that God was doing in his life, some things that God was dealing with him about. And he said, Jacob, he said, I get myself in trouble because when God says some things, he said, I try right then, Brother Ringo, to figure it all out. He said, and then I lose focus, and then I get disheartened. He said, then I get overwhelmed. And I told him, I said, you can't do that. And I said, I know it's easier said than done. Somebody in here tonight, you need to determine that you don't have to have all the answers today. But you're going to have to walk this out step by step. Many things about tomorrow I may not understand. But I know who holds tomorrow. And I know who holds my hand. Oh, Uncle Danny, the Lord said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow's got enough to worry about itself. It's sufficient to worry about itself. Concentrate on the fact. I want to tell someone right now, when you would say, Brother Jacob, I'm trying to put one foot in front of the other. And you're getting distraught and discouraged because someone next to you, it seems like they're running a hundred miles an hour. Oh, can I say, I saw, I saw the other day a little video that they created. Yeah, how many of you know the famous book, The Tortoise and the Hare? And one fellow said, he said, it's my favorite story. He said, every time I read it, he said, the tortoise always wins. Always and they, they recreated this. They had one of them big old, big old tortoises. And they had a rabbit. And they let him go. And that rabbit took about big, five big old leaps. Doink, 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 you know. He's already halfway down the track. And there was that old tortoise just faithfully. He's making his way. And that old rabbit, he had got up there ahead. And I got tickled because on the video, that rabbit's looking around. He's sniffing at everything. Those big old ears just a flop and he's looking at everything. And his little coach is down the other. Come on, come on, come on. But old tortoise, he just slow and steady. Oh, he just kept on going. That rabbit got down and they made a few more hops and he was distracted. I want to tell you tonight is that just because someone blazes out of the gate, uh, mammal, just because someone else might go through the same season as you, but it seemed like they're a whole lot further down the road than you, don't you be looking and comparing. 
preparing. Sister T, when everything is different in your life and there's somebody else going on with some things and it seems like, well, how come they're here and why am I here? I want to tell somebody, don't you judge somebody else and their experience and think that that's success. I want to tell somebody that the determined spirit will say, I will wake up today and if all I can do is take one step, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to make it in the right direction. I'm going to keep climbing. I'm going to go up to where the presence of God can be found. If there is one thing that discourages and I believe diminishes people's walk with God quicker than anything else is when they are comparing their experience in their walk with somebody else. Can I, tell you, can I just tell you something real simple, but I, I believe it's a little bit profound. Quit judging your chapter 2 by somebody's chapter 20. Come on here. You hear what I'm saying? Some of us, different levels, different planes, different experiences. And guess what? That's the beautiful thing. That's what I love. That's what's happening in this house. Have you recognized it? We got folks of all different levels. We've got folks with all different experiences. We got some brand new babies in the Lord. Come on here. Sometimes may not say or do all the right things, but neither do those that have all the experience. Don't fool yourself. Somebody told me the other day, said, they said, preacher said, we, we had, uh, had saw some of the live stream services and said, said uh, you've got some different folks in there. I said, yes, we do. And I said, and I'm proud of it. I said, our old timers need the new ones, and our new ones need the old timers. You want, you want me to tell you what a stagnant church looks like? I'm just going to be honest with you. If you want to know a stagnant church that's dead and drying up is when everybody looks the same, acts the same. There's some people say, oh, no, that's what, uh, bless God, that's what means everybody's right. Everybody's done. No. No, I'm sorry. I disagree with you. We need, we need people in different stages and phases. We need people in all these things. We're all trying to get to the same place. But there's some that are new that they need the experience and the encouragement that you can give from where you're at. Don't you dare. Don't let your pastor catch you cutting a stinky eye at somebody and looking at them saying, I can't believe. There's, I can't believe they ain't come along faster. I can't believe they're still struggling with this. I can't believe. Don't, let, don't you talk that way to me. Me. I'll set you straight real quick. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that to a brother or sister. You wonder why sometimes a church scares people off. I'll tell you right now. She's not here with Sister Wanda. But oh Coco. She was sitting here this morning by Sister Wanda. Sister Wanda ran into this woman several times in the last couple of weeks. She said God kept bringing this young lady. She would come up to me. Talk to me. Coco some of you saw her today. I mean she she had she had mar 
markings and everything come from a life of addiction. Sister Wanda said, she said, Pastor, when you see her, she said, she's supposed to come Sunday. She said, when you see her, you'll know who she is. You'll recognize her. Can I say, I do not want to pastor a church that when someone like Coco walks in, we walk around with our mouths open and say, I can't believe it. No, sir. No, ma'am. You understand that means there's somebody. You don't know her story. You don't know where she's been through. She's like anybody else saying, I'll put one foot in front of the other. I'm determined to get to where Jesus is. We need some folks that are in places that are determined to get where the glory's at. And if that's the case, they're going to come in all shapes and sizes and colors and experiences. But we're trying to get to the same place. We need a determined spirit to get there together. Don't you be so determined that you want to kill somebody. Well, what do you mean? I'm talking about hands that are quick to shed innocent blood. You know what that does? You ain't got to lay hands. You ain't got to pull a gun or a knife. You can do it with your tongue. You can do it with your look. You can do it with your attitude. I'm going to tell you something. In this house... Someone like Coco comes in. Someone like Sister Anna comes in. Someone like Sister Gloria. Someone like Brother Eddie. Someone like Brother Wesley. Someone like a Jacob Smith. See, we forget sometimes and we only think, well, those that, you know, some of them folks around there, they had addictions and they had this problem, that problem. There are some of you, you never drank and you never drugged, but you still got addictions in your life. It's just never been exposed. you're sitting on it's just not been figured out yet things that you're hiding and God just hasn't brought it to light what is he doing he's giving you mercy what is he doing he's giving you opportunity to make it right I've often said God's not in the business of embarrassing people but I'm going to tell you right now we are not going to be the first church of the stick in the muds we're not we're not And we're also going to preach the message of of Christ and the blood of Jesus and the power of God that can take and can save and change. And Sister Gloria, he can break addictions and he can can take daddies that's been running from God for years and he can save them even on a morning when there's no power in the building. But the power of God is in the house. And there's some folks that will say, I will go up. I will ascend. I will depend upon you Lord I will be determined I will be determined oh understand tonight friends we have to make some determinations in our hearts we have to come to a place brother Danny sister Carolyn if you'd come I want you to understand here the word of God he said this is he that will receive the blessing from the Lord Many of us, we want blessings. We want the benefits of God. We want His favor. But we do not want to make the climb. We do not want to make the journey. The Word of God says this. It says, this is the generation of them. Those that will ascend. Those that will go. This is them that seek thy face. I'm going to tell you something, church. When there is a church that's seeking the face of God, 
There's some churches, some places, some people, they only after his hand. Only after what he will give. Many preachers will only preach a Christ to you that gives you stuff. But I don't want us to be looking after his hand. Did you know that the goodness of his hand, Brother Marvin, it comes automatically when first we seek his face. When first we can be like John at that last supper, the Bible says he rested his his head on the chest of Christ. We need some people that want to draw close. We need some people. There was an old song that said, Shut in with God in the secret place. There in the spirit, beholding his face. Finding new power to run in this race. I long to be shut in with God. I wonder if there's anybody here at the temple that would say, Lord, help me to be one of those that will seek your face. I wonder if there's anybody here tonight who would say, I don't want to stay satisfied on the plane that I'm at. I also don't want to believe the lie that I'm stuck where I am. I don't want to believe the lie of the enemy that says you're down so far you'll never get up. Because you can't go up, Benjamin, unless you've been down. And you can't go up until you decide, Sister Belinda, to get up and go up and know you're going to do it dependent upon the Lord that you're going to be determined to do so. Brother Eli, thank God, there's some of those fellas. I've seen them in church. I've seen folks in ministry. It's like, I don't know, they wake up, they decide they're going to do something for God, and just everything explodes and happens for them. Never been that way for Jacob Smith. There's been blood, sweat, tears. One step, one step, one step. Some days I'm running. A lot of days, Brother Heath, I'm just walking it out. But I want to keep climbing. I don't want to reach a point where I'm satisfied where I am right now, Sister Polly. He's got more for me, Diana. He's got more for you. Amen. Who will go? I'll ask you the question that I was asked that day in the elevator. Are you going up? Are you going up? Can I ask it like this? Are you willing to go up? Did you know the Lord's looking? He's asking who? Who? Who will it be? Who will come up? Who will be there? Who's willing to do what's necessary? Who's willing to take part? Who's willing just to climb and walk in step with me? Can we bow our heads all over this house? Father, I thank you tonight. Oh, Jesus, you've called us to a higher plane. Lord, you've got experience, power, the glory of God like has never been seen in our lives before. Oh, you have it for us if we are willing. If we are willing to get up from where we are and to go to ascend, to climb. 
I know at times, Lord, it's difficult. I know at times there's questions. There's heartaches. I know we don't always understand the seasons of life. And there are times the slopes are slippery and the terrain very difficult. But, Lord, tonight if we learn and remember, if we will depend upon you, we can only climb. We can only ascend by bringing our hearts and our spirit in a place of humility. To say, Lord, I can't do it myself. I'm not clean enough, pure enough in my own self. It takes you and your righteousness. Lord, I'm depending upon you. It's not our resumes and pedigrees. It's not our membership cards. It's not our diplomas. It's not our doctorates. It's not our money, our prestige and power. It is only in you, Jesus. Only in you. Lord, tonight I pray challenge the church that we would be determined understanding we've got to leave the comparisons alone we've got to leave the judgments at the door we have got to understand that every one of us are doing our best to be determined to make it Lord let us be determined some tonight may be disheartened some tonight may be discouraged some tonight may have been trying to compare themselves to others But Lord, let us look at our lives through the Word of God, through the lens of the Holy Ghost. What do you see in us? What do you call out of us? Tonight, church, I simply want to ask the question, are you going up? Are you going up? Are you willing? Who, the Word of God asks, who shall ascend? Who's willing to go? Who's willing to climb? And to reach into that place. If that's your heart and your desire tonight. Can we come and find ourselves a place in these altars. Can we come tonight and say Lord I will be the one. I will be one who will ascend. I will be one who will go. Oh, I can't do it in myself, God says. That's wonderful. You're a perfect candidate. Lord, I can't save myself. I'm not good enough, clean enough, righteous enough. He says, I know, but I'm going to make you. Oh, Lord, I get discouraged. I'm down. I feel stuck. I feel stagnated. I feel like I'm in a plane, in a place where I don't know if I can move from it. Oh, and with the help of the Lord to say, you've got, you can only go up from where you are right now. He's here willing to help you. Oh, maybe tonight you'd say, you'd say, Brother Jacob, I've been trying it myself. I've been trying to figure it all out. Oh, but Lord, here I am. I'm dependent upon you. I'm dependent upon you. Lord, I can't do it myself. Oh, tonight maybe you'd say, I, Brother Jacob, I've got to be determined. I'm distracted. I've been discontent I found myself disturbed I found myself maybe disgruntled but Lord forgive me help me that I'm determined determined to put one foot in front of the other determined Lord to trust you in the process oh yes that I have found oh 